Live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub, the Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. From behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, I am your host and moderator for this evening. My name is Travis Carter. Over my right shoulder at the high top table is the big fella, the tuna country Matt Kempf, and bellied up to the bar is a man who is always just a single shy of hitting for the cycle, the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. You look like Joe Dirt tonight, man. You guys are... Oh, I hear Steve. You like the Big Ten music playing in the background? Oh, my God. (laughs) That is perfect that the Big Ten theme song is now your ringtone. I love that. Is getting ready to change that. I'm changing that. You know what? The one thing I didn't do besides get all my calendar ready. Was that a motorcycle? I think it was. uh, Is is, is, uh, getting my new ringtone and finding out what the hell the SEC theme song is going to be. This uh, It's going to be big and rich. We'll come <laughs> in to your city. Ellie De La Cruz just hit an upper deck shot. There we go. Let's well, get the reds on the schneid Good here. thing that uh, Jonathan India got caught stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, uh, how are we doing tonight? Everybody doing all right? Doing yeah, man. Good, man. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's great to be here. It's great to be back. Um, as always, we are on social media, on Twitter, at BlockoutPod, on Facebook. Just type in Blockout Sports Pod into your search bar. Um, before we get into the uh, nuts and bolts of quote-unquote real sports, uh, I know that you guys did, but how closely were you guys following uh, the match last week between uh, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and... Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously I watched it because you got two of my dudes in there. And uh, and they continued their winning ways. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I thought Steph and, and Clay. Um, Clay struggled. They didn't show very much personality out there on the course. Well, I don't think Clay said anything. I don't, He's a yeah. pretty quiet guy anyway. Yeah. And Steph is too, really. I think they were getting mad at uh, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes for running his mouth a little dude. bit. Dude. He was talking smack. Yeah, he was. Uh, well, he was hammered by like Kel- the ninth hole. And Kelsey's rowdy, dude. He gets, uh, he gets. But dude, who can put that together? You just uh, like them shorts that Kelsey was wearing. Oh, dude, dude. that's <laughs> that was the first thing I, I wanted to ask you about, Tuna. Um, the what, what would you call that? Cardigan. The cashmere but it's not the, cashmere no, what do you no, call it that was, it the, was a uh, tennis sweater cardigan i don't know dude. it looked like something my grandma's couch it's like was a, made out it was of. like a knit yes. ensemble of shorts and before they teed off he had a matching vest from oh the, I, I missed yeah, that from the days of babe zaharia <laughs> or or I don't even byron know what that nelson <laughs> well she's a famous golfer from way back in the day but uh you know, it had the big leather. Areas. It had the big leather, the leather uh, buttons and the big pockets, and and it literally looked like a cat. You know, something that uh, that that one of the tennis players in Wimbledon in the twenties would wear. It reminded know? me of like in a Christmas story when uh, when the mom's like, "Oh, your aunt always makes you the the nicest things." Like I felt like maybe one of his relatives was like. Won't you wear this for me, Travis, on the course tonight? It'll be on TV. It's almost like Seinfeld's puffy shirt. Like, why else would you wear that? He had to have either lost a bet or 
He was doing it as a favor to somebody. Well, I think they're scientifically proven to make you a better golfer because if you notice, <laughs> uh, yeah. he is probably the least uh, um, experienced Skilled. golfer on the on, that was out there. Yet he played the best, in my opinion. Dude, he had a smooth little short game, a smooth little iron game, but he did uh, when he drove. Some of them went crazy, but. I couldn't believe his short game uh, touch. Well, that he well, has what he hands, was, baby. what he was when he kept saying that. I got soft hands, <laughs> yeah, baby. I, I got soft hands. But what he was was he was the most clutch guy out there by a long shot and entertaining. He certainly had the ability to shank a ball, top it, shank it, whatever. But every time that they needed a big shot, especially early in the match when they made their moves. He was really the guy that he was really the guy that did it. I found it very entertaining to watch and part of it is because I mean number 1 how they can have everybody mic'd. I thought the his personality is great. And Charles Barkley was awesome yeah, too. Yeah. The announcing is great and it does not hurt to have it on a course that just visually looks so cool. Right. Uh, where you can see the Las Vegas Strip behind and that new... It was better looking than that U.S. Open course. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Maybe they'll play the Open next year at the win. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hang out the pool. <laughs> um, but it was cool, and uh, obviously uh, Kelsey and Mahomes won the thing. They were uh, prohibitive underdogs the entire... even. Even when uh, they got ahead by a couple holes at the beginning, they were still the underdogs, according to mm-hmm. DraftKings or whoever was doing that. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. And congrats to those guys. Yeah, I hope they keep doing I mean, obviously, they're going to keep doing it because the ratings show out. But um, you just never know who you're going to get on like each, uh, well, each I know run. Who's, next. So who's that? Well, it, Joe Burrow? Yeah, and Chase. Do they play golf? I bet they do. Hmm. I don't think How Joe Burrow little, does anything. Uh, well, I, I mean, at this point, you, you play in the offseason a little bit. I think Joe Burrow just sits around and watches film 24 hours a day. <laughs> no, he doesn't even watch film on the bench. Or he doesn't even look at any of those. He just has uh, that cold, dead stare in his eyes. He just sits there on this corner of the bench and does nothing. Remember Peyton Manning used to get, and Brady get all these papers coming out. And people are looking at him, and they're doing all this stuff. Burrow just sits there like, where's my cigar? <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's hilarious. And, and I guess people are instructed not to say nothing to him because no one really does. Or they're just scared to death of him. I mean, it's Joe Cool. Yeah. Joe Psycho. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if he'll be in it. But either way, um, I want to see um, what, what would be a match uh, – matchup that you'd like to see now i do wish anybody just any any athlete i do wish that that they would do a professional golfer and a non-professional golfer athlete Mm -hmm. or whatever i prefer that myself um but i don't know how do you guys feel about that I don't know. It I liked like it better when they did it that way. It is because whenever they use like the football player's shot, it's like it's kind of cool that they made a better shot than a pro golfer. But out here, it was like I mean, when it was two athletes versus two athletes, you just had no idea whose shot was going to go where and what what they were going to use. Right. Both of them could have been absolutely terrible, and you would have had to watch these guys hit out of some like compromising situations. Right. I want to see Jim Nance <laughs> and. <laughs> 
No, I, I wouldn't mind seeing JT and Fowler. You know, part of the Brat Pack, the two guys like that those that two that guys rule the as roost. captains. Those and- two guys as captains, they're hilarious. They know their sports. Uh, and then get two athletes that are great to play with them. Let me ask you a question. Do you guys think there's any way they could ever convince Michael Jordan to play oh in one of gosh, these things? I would love that, but I don't know if Do his think, ego would let that happen. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you, I mean, maybe 15 years ago when he was playing, you know, supposedly really great golf. Him versus Isaiah Thomas. Oh, I'm... Th- I'm <laughs> I'm taking Zeke in that one it's all Scotty day, Pippen every day. <laughs> but, but it would be cool for him and someone that else, someone else that's a good golfer, uh, Larry Bird, Magic. I don't know. Yeah, I just I want to see Shohei Otani get out there, just because I'm sure he's as good as golf as he is everything else that he does in the world. What about Jordan versus Pippen? Yeah, that might end up in a fisticuffs yeah, that's the, not gonna behind happen. the second green. Yeah, right. I think like Jordan's sons with Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, and I think there's some bad blood going on right there. There some, is. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Freddie, you mentioned uh, Otani, uh, which brings us right into uh, baseball is getting ready to uh, go into the all-star break. Um, we would be remiss if we did not mention that the Reds continue their – Incredible Slaughter. hot streak. The oh, hottest the team. Houses. They're absolutely amazing, guys. They're up 5-1. I bet them today to win it all. Probably one of the best uh, baseball teams I've ever seen in my life. I I got plus 6,300 and couldn't believe it. Those are good odds. I would take that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would bet that yeah. and take it. What are they just to win the uh, National League? Plus 3,100. Okay. I bet that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But you mentioned Otani. Uh, how about the month oh, of June dude. that Otani had? And I know it's like the topic du jour for every uh, sports broadcast, podcast, whatever. But, I mean, you have to say something about it. He's doing things in the game of baseball that have never been done before. Are I mean, people and people still aren't even watched. Like they don't even know. So I really believe, don't well, you, Tuna? It's hard. Isn't it hard to watch them play when they're a lot of their games are super late night? Right. They're on, you know, Fox Sports California, Valley mm. Sports, Anaheim, or whatever it's called. Um, it's really a disservice to how awesome and how entertaining that they. And, uh, but what do you guys think? I think the guy's absolutely incredible. Um, he's must-watch TV. If I think, you can find him. And I I think ESPN's right. – well, not just ESPN, but other – Sunday's a good day to watch them. They usually have 4 o'clock games on right. Sunday. So if you don't have anything going on on Sundays, it's a rainy day or whatever, put on an Angels game. You can watch them. They're usually not playing night games on Sunday. I mean, hell, he's pitching – he pitches all the time. I mean, and he bats all. He's he's in the yeah. lineup. Well, I mean, in the in the All Star game, he's, yeah. he's going to be DH and starting pitcher. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what the hell? Which that's, is, I mean, that's so stupid yeah. to think about. It is. It's like, and then and it's almost like when he gets ready to throw, like like when he's throwing that one. Maybe maybe we were talking about over at my house this weekend, but when he throws, it's like. You know he puts that little, oh, that little but, look like I'm gonna strike his ball. I mean, that's dude, what I'm saying. Like, he's he has got a little uh, bravado. Yeah, like he's this calm, like mild manner guy. Like never, right. like you never see too much emotion from him getting crazy. 
But right before he releases that pitch, he's got that anger in him, and you can just see it. Like he's like, "Watch this!" Yeah, it's like he unloads everything with each yeah. individual pitch, and even when he's at bat, like just the way he works pitchers. And dude, his translator's batting three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, dude, yeah, it's it really is crazy. But uh, and, it, and if anyone doesn't know, go look at the numbers for this month and see uh, like pitching and hitting. Well, and <laughs> like Tuna said, all you need to know about the guy is that he's starting at pitcher and he's going to be the DH, um, which is, you know, that's some Babe Ruthian type of scenario that. Yeah, these are things you can't throw Frank Robinson, Mickey Mantle, uh, people like that in. You well, can't even throw them in the mix. Pete Rose, uh, you know. We'll just, I mean, with how specialized baseball is, to, I mean, I guess you can never say never, but I can't imagine that we'll ever see anything in our lifetimes approaching what he has done. No, there's been uh, a lot of guys, young guys especially, NBA's drafted them, and they've been like top pitchers, top um, hitters at the college level, in the in the high school level. Sure, and they get these guys, but you never see it fully translate to Major League Baseball. What was the kid from Louisville, Brendan McKay? He went, uh, I think, number one overall to Tampa. Uh, he was a uh, one of the best pitchers in college baseball, and one of the best first basemen in college baseball, and hitters. And and he did not pan. And now they're trying to figure out what what are they going to do? Focus on his hitting. Focus on his pitching. So and several years ago, there was a and uh, my Reds friends are going to kill me for this because I was actually at his first ever start. And I, his name completely escapes me, and I just started thinking about him because he was a guy that would – that was a, a, a solid – oh, Mike Leak. Okay. Yeah, he was a yeah. solid pitcher, but they also would bring him in quite often mm-hmm. to pinch hit. Now, he was obviously never a position player to hit, but he – it was – and that, to me, was mind-blowing. Like, I can't believe that, that – it wasn't just like it's desperate in a game. We're down eleven runs. We need to fill out a spot in the lineup. He would come in in, you know, important parts of the game to pinch hit, and he was a he was good at it. But this is a, uh, I mean, that, that's apples to, you know. Yeah, this is one of the great reasons why the designated hitter full on is great for the game because you're going to have guys like this come through, um, and. Yeah. Like, before, he would have been restricted, like, when he becomes a free agent. That's right. Restricted to the American League, and I feel like that's unfair. So, having an even right, playing field right. across the uh, the league adds it open, and that makes me hope that the Dodgers are able Man, to sign him at can some you point. imagine? Hey, you are up ten games. You keep saying you're playing We ain't horrible. up ten games. We're down two and a half games. Did I? Forty? I thought you were forty. We're down two and a half games, and our entire starting pitching rotation is on the DL. But your record... What? What's your record? Uh, 44 and what, 34? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So well, I, I'm may just be saying 10 games your over 500. 10 game over 500 is what I mean. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a good, I mean. No, I mean, we're still going to be good. buyers at the deadline. I'm just saying, like, this is not your typical Dodger team. And, like, right. like I mean, we're blowing every every game in, like, the eighth or ninth inning. Thanks. And Settle down, Mookie. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, dude, we're, <laughs> this is the first time I can remember since Frank McCourt on the team that we have been bottom five in ERA and um, uh, bullpen ERA. Are you worried about Mookie? What about, I'm not worried about Messing up his swing in the, in, in the home run home derby? Home run derby. No, because he's a pro, man. Um, he's a full-on gamer. Well, and, pull, and honestly, I'm really pulling his for swing him. has been messed up, really, since he's been in L.A. So well, oh, maybe okay. he'll make it better. Well. He's, he gets on these hot streaks. But all in all, man, we gave up a lot for a, a 250 hitter. So, right, but I mean, he does do a lot. No, he's great. He's, he's leader, great in the field. No, great clubhouse that. guy, I give you that. But. At the end of the day, you but think you're you getting all, this if, you MVP. Get in the playoffs, you need his leadership. It's priceless. Yeah. Um, right? We'll see how that goes out. But So, what about what about this home run derby? What's going on with this? I love home run derby. Who doesn't love that? Do you? Well, yeah. Do, do, I, do you watch it? I think I, I watch it more <laughs> than I watch the uh, – what kind of questions? that? Are you like, betting on it? Like, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. All the all the above. Uh, home run, if, if, I mean, uh, families should be watching the Home Run Derby. And that I mean, is what? That's day. Monday night, correct? Yes. Okay. Forget the hot dog eating contest. Walk, families get together and watch the Home Run Derby. And I know – By the way, shout out Joey Chestnut. Absolute legend. <laughs> shout out. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's one a, of the he's a big listeners. Didn't he win after a rain delay? Yeah. He's one of the most dominant professional yeah, athletes. He's yeah. one of the most dominant professional athletes of all time. He ate with wet hot dogs. Just imagine if Joey Chestnut would have picked up a football instead of a hot dog. <laughs> it would have been like Tom Brady who? <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, well, hey, maybe he needs to play in the match. Yeah. Him and Kobe Ossie. Yes, I would. That's perfect. Yeah. Can you imagine when they make the turn at nine and and uh, they have that thing on the on the on the screen of your golf carts like call the halfway house you can get yourself a hot dog and he just puts it in there and it's like what do you want he goes sixty eight hot dogs yeah dipped in, <laughs> dipped in lemonade wet buns I want sixty eight hot dogs dude. And then, and you got to put them with like like uh, Colin Montgomery and uh, and like the the biggest ass golfers of all time. You know, Colin Montgomery and the Walrus, Craig Stadler. I bet John Daly could knock. Oh, down. there you go. Good night. Yeah, John Daly for sure. He wants seventeen hot dogs and a diet coke. Yes, yes. John Daly beers and cigarettes total. Over, over Joey Chestnut's hot dog total. Hot dog total. I love it. I love it. Well, who are you pulling for it besides Mookie and the uh... – Well, my money on the home run derby is going on Pete Alonzo. Uh, the, the favorite? I don't believe he is the favorite. He well, may yeah. be the favorite. Oh, well, he's the favorite. Well, he should be. That's the reason why he's the favorite. Right. Because this is set up for him. Uh, Soto stole it from him last year, but – Polar Bear always dominates in the home run derby. I know. That's just kind of how it is. Like. Well, my uh, my pick that I was going to make was going to be Ellie De La Cruz. But as we talked about before uh, we got on the air, I'm kind of glad that he nor Steer or McLean or anybody like that aren't in the home run derby because – I'm one of those guys, especially when they're going on a on a uh, a rampage like they are. Yeah, I'm know. I'm just scared to death that yeah. swinging at those wiffle balls and trying to hit home runs right. is going to screw them all up. 
Mm-hmm. It would just be cool if they were uh, in the in the All Star game. Yeah, they could go hang out and yeah. you'd still see some Reds represented. I would there. Some I would love guns. that. But but man, they're so young. They've got plenty of time. They're gonna make a couple of those guys are gonna make multiple All Star games right uh, during their career. So what I'm rooting for is. Somebody to go. Why? I love it when somebody well, maybe just, a rookie or somebody. Well, I just love it when somebody loses their mind. Oh yeah, and hits you know what you know twenty. I forget well, I a couple have that years guy. ago. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yep, that's who that's I'm a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's I'm taking him for the Blue Jays. I just worry about him getting fatigued toward the end of that. True. Because, uh, True. I just love to watch it. Now let me ask you guys something. Um, as people and I. Fred and I, as uh, diehard NBA guys and Tuna's big sports fan, do you think that the Home Run Derby is the best kind of auxiliary event related to an all-star game? Uh, Has it overtaken the slam dunk contest in the NBA? I think so. I agree. I think so. You asked that question 15 years ago. I'm saying slam dunk contest. There's no way 15 years ago. Yeah. And then and now. And the three-point and all that that goes on that, that weekend or that, that night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that oh, is definitely it's home run. And I'm, the buildup is great. I used to watch the hockey ones quite a bit, but I haven't done that in years. Uh, they just I don't advertise either. it. But they would have, like, the, the fastest shot. And you got to give um, Berman his was, due because, you know what I mean? Like, he kind of dawned Home Run Derby. Well, he kind of yeah. started I the, just I think that ESPN at some point, and I, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to pinpoint exactly when it was, number one, a lot of the big stars started wanting to compete in it. And number Ken two, Jr. the way that ESPN broadcasts it and started broadcasting it, you know, 10, 15 years ago, really added kind of an element of, man, this is an important, this is a big right. event. The crowds turn out, the crowds go wild Everybody's for it. got their kids well, down on the ground. And I love some of the players that aren't competing, and then their eyes are like, Oh my God! And they get a million like these dollar are, check. These are all stars right. that are there watching these guys, and they are like bowing to them. Keep in you mind, know what I mean, the year that Pete Alonso won, he made more that night than he did that season. <laughs> yeah, that that's incredible. Absolutely. So I remember uh, a few years ago when they had it at uh, Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, and Todd Frazier, two thousand sixteen, I think fifteen, and Frazier yeah. like that was a Great yeah, story cool and the hometown crowd and and I like that sometimes their dad pitches to them. Yeah, you know, you know like yeah. there's some guys that pick their dad to do it or their pitching coach, you know. But I, there are some guys. Am I right? Do they still do that with their, dad? their dads? Yeah, absolutely. They have because um, uh, for these me, these guys have been hitting off their dads their entire life. Right. So, right I mean, you, right. you want to get a guy it's that knows how cool. to throw to you. Right. It, it's just so, cool. I remember man. when Corey Seager did it years ago. He had his dad out there did, with him. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. So I love it, man. I, I I can't wait to watch that. Can't wait to watch the All Star game and on then, Wednesday. You know, not only. And I also think that that a big thing about the home run derby, and this, I'm going to have a hard time probably explaining this, but there are only so many ways to dunk a basketball, right? Right. I think we've um, seen it all in baseball. Yeah. It's you know, it's hitting a home. You know, you've got to get it over the fence in those ten outs or whatever you have. 
and it's more about you know a skill you actually use in the game versus can I jump over two of my buddies and one guy's got a Mountain Dew on his head and I pull the ball off of it and dunk a three sixty. Well, whatever. we've seen it all. We saw six one white dude win it. So well, and 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 that's probably been the that may be the last draw of anything that we've been needing for well, the dunk contest. And Mac McClung like yeah, single handedly killed the dunk contest. And Air McClung. But this was probably the best dunk contest we've had in, it in years. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But maybe he. Re- they say he may have revived it. Who knows? But I still think that today, and and not just the home run derby, but the actual. There's no question that the game itself is the most competitive. Oh, plus all star game. The fans uh, take part in the home run derby because half the fun is watching to see who catches the home run shot. <laughs> right. I mean, they're flying. Then you got kids out in the. That's ballpark. my favorite thing is watching the kids run around trying yeah. to catch the balls. Oh, that's, dude, that's the best. I love the whole thing. How and, cool would that be know. to be like a, a eight year old, nine year old kid out there oh, chasing yeah. down fly balls? It's and, just like uh, there's such a big smile on everyone in that whole place's face and i still have a have a have a uh, rooting interest in the all-star game because i always want the national league to win and i have since i was a little kid i want the national league to win and i don't care who's in it who's playing i want the national league to win i do miss those years when bud Bud ceiling put in that you would uh the winner of the all-star game would be the team to host the world series yeah i didn't like that i kind of like i didn't like that i didn't like that like it added something i didn't like that i didn't like that the minute it went to extra innings they were like all right we're done with this we can't do this anymore yeah Yeah, isn't that where ray fossey got Ended his career with Pete Rose running into him. Wasn't that in the All Star game, or was that yeah, someone else? Yeah, no, no, else no, 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 no. Yeah. Th- that was an All Star game in at Riverfront Stadium right. in the early seventies. Right. The year I couldn't be sure of seventy, seventy one, seventy two, something like gone. that. I feel like just walking on Riverfront Stadium would get you hurt, man. That that uh, turf looked rough. <laughs> oh, antifreeze! Or was there <laughs> antifreeze there too? Yeah. Tuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was like it was like something in the bottom of a cheap reptile cage. <laughs> You don't understand the magic that was Riverfront <laughs> Stadium. I, my Maybe. first baseball game ever seen was uh, Riverfront Stadium. Three, was, uh, three world champions. Three world champions. That's right. That's fun. That's adorable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so who, like, were there any snubs in the All-Star game that, uh, and I'd rather get them from you, Tuna, because, I mean, I like, like, I don't even look to see who made the... This is what I normally do. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day, I used to have my little card that I'd get at the baseball game, and I'd, you know, like, taking your SAT, and you'd scri- scribble in your guys and turn it in. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I like to find out who's in it during introductions. I love introductions to the All-Star game. Like, you got... That's when you get to see... Who was picked? How many years they've been an All Star? Like some guys, I'm like, damn, he's already an eight time All Star. I didn't know that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think there's really any snubs this year. I mean, there's probably some that I'm overlooking, but I don't think anything to like throw your arms up and freak out about. I do think the Reds probably did have a couple players that, that could have been Matt McClain. I think you know probably could have been in there. I think he's and played might enough if games. Somebody gets hurt, right? I think he's played enough games to where he, he right. could be in there. And um, I think some people just made it today. Yeah, you had a couple guys from, some, about from today. Um, yeah. I don't have the list up of who who who's coming in in their spots just yet, but I know Kershaw bowed out. He's having he's on a uh, what fifteen day right. injured list. Right. 
And um, all right. So well, I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, it's going to be a ball, and that is Wednesday night. I think the game usually starts what about eight eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is and it on Tim Fox? McCarver will not be doing it obviously this year. Uh, uh, I would assume it's on Fox, right? Well, not unless they resurrected him from the no, grave. Well, I'm saying, but Joe, Boy, that'd be something. But Buck, <laughs> Buck, and who? Buck's with ESPN now. I'm trying to think who does the All Star game now. I honestly have no idea, and I'm seriously, I'm just assuming it was on Fox because it was for so long. Buck did it last year, right? Um, but he's with ESPN now, so I'm not sure who would call it. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, because I, I love that's that's one game that I I love listening. Well, to, that's. The whole uh, thing. That's something you can look forward to Wednesday night. And the I surprise will. of who I, will be calling who your game. Who is calling for you. the All Star game? Hey, look, there's Bronson Arroyo. Oh God, you remember him? Yeah, he was a Dodger. What too. happened to his hair? He kind of looks like one of the Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Teen Wolf. Has he got a soul patch? He does. Right. He's always had that. He's had that ever since he played. Wow, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was kind of a random aside. They just had Bronson Arroyo on the television for the Reds game. Uh, you guys have any other thoughts about about the All-Star game? I, I assume we're all rooting for the National League. Yeah, we're yes. mad National League guys here. Yes. Uh, who are the starting pitchers, Tuna? Um, Do we know who the starting pitchers it are? It is. I know Otani will be right, starting. Right, as we already talked about that. And let me find the um, National League. Is this Zach Gallen, catch- I believe. Is his translator catching? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think Zach Gallen may be it. Okay. So. Well, go National League. The game is in. We had uh, See. We had thought a couple weeks ago, I had thought for whatever reason that it was in Los Angeles, but it's actually Seattle. in Seattle. So that might be pretty cool. It's a cool stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it'll be fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm sure and, we'll have uh, an Ichiro sighting. Oh, yeah. Dude, they've got to have him come out throughout the first yeah. pitch. Or, yeah, Ichiro. Hell, they ought to bring him in and let him bat lead off for the American League. I bet you he could still do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would bet that he would get on base. I, if that was an uh, optional bet, I would I would put that down. <laughs> um. So that'll be awesome. That's Wednesday night. Something to look forward to. Uh, before we get to Wednesday night, uh, just for our Reds fans out there, huge series this weekend, uh, between the two teams at the top of the NL central, the Reds and the Brewers, uh, in Milwaukee, Freddie hates the Brewers. Wow, man. You don't like watching the sausages run? I do not like the sausages. I do not like the I always pull Cincinnati for the German is the queen city of the sausages. The chorizo slippery, too, man. He'll but get by I every have now and then. That, I don't hate anything, but there is a team that I dislike more than the Astros. It is the Milwaukee Brewers. For Reason? me, it's always been the Cardinals. 
I can't stand the Cardinals. The Brewers always screw us out, out of games. They've cheated. They've had some steroid What's users. the reasoning? For, okay, I'm with you on yes. this. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, Ron Braun and the got, steroid yeah, thing when he, and, when he won the MVP award yeah, that year. That's, yeah. That was something that rubbed me the wrong way. Craig Council rubs me the wrong oh, way. Uh, he, buddy, I got, a, I, got, I got him to look at me one time out on the field. I was heckling him so close <laughs> on first base. That. I'm not kidding. He had an error, but I wasn't heckling him at the time. I but feel I was like he's done his that. best to try to ruin baseball. And he don't have many errors. No, yeah. Craig Council. Uh, yeah, watching him play him. even rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I when he'd stand it back with that stiff at yes, stance. Yes. Yeah, I didn't like that. So, uh, anyway, not, not, no why, why do you dislike no the Cardinals, Travis? I like Robin oh, Young. I've, I've disliked the Cardinals. Ever. I mean, you may not remember, but in the – you know, a decade ago or whatever, when the Reds were pretty good, mm-hmm. and that was the big, the big rivalry was the Reds and the Cardinals, and there was a, a couple of big fights between Yachty Molina, and those guys were uh, going against you know our beloved Reds. I always thought they were the dirty guys, and were and I mean there was that one time that uh, who was the pitcher for the Reds that got his back on the backstop and kicked his cleats in, <laughs> into Molina's chest protector. Was it? Uh, Who did that? Uh, oh, it was um, no. Rob Dibble come running out of the stands no, to do no, that. No, I know no, it wasn't no, him. No, it was no, long no, after no, him, no, but no, I just no. think it was. Uh, oh, gosh. Again, Reds fans are going to kill me because I, I, I'm having a was brain it, fart. Was I, it Bronson Arroyo? It was definitely not him, but he was <laughs> on those teams. Yeah. But I, they were always the ones that the Reds were seemed to be going against at, at those times, and I liked the Cardinals back in the '80s when they had Willie McGee and well, Daryl Porter. And, and our far, see, our farm team here was for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Then now it's for the Reds. So you know, gotcha. But went to the Bats game this week. Well, we were Brewers uh, for a while. Yeah. Oh, who was Louisville? Our, the, we were the, the farm team. We were. Yeah, we were. Well, I must right after I, the Redbirds. I must have been we, under um, a rock. We were the 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 Brewers. So, and that's when the Brewers were in the what National League at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So that was uh, yeah, that was way back. But Robin Yount. I hear you, yeah. Paul Molitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now the Reds are keep getting well. I mean, it hasn't happened in a while, but. Uh, I guess the the Pirates. What was it? The la- last two seasons, you guys kept fighting with the Pirates. I hear you. Yeah, Robbie, but Robbie I, I fingers. <laughs> to me, the Pirates have never eh, been. Yeah, Willie know. Stargell and Dave Parker ain't walking out that door. Kent to Colby. We ain't worried about John Candelaria. Andy Van Slyke. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Bonilla. Bonilla. <laughs> Barry <boys>. Bonds. <laughs> uh. Uh. Doug Drabeck. Doug yeah. Drabeck. Yeah, that was my guy. Yeah. I think I got more Doug Drabeck baseball cards than any other player. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you. I, I think they put like a Doug Drabeck or Doug Drabeck in every pack of tops. Yeah, I, I saw so. that Pirates team play the Reds in the 1990 NLCS at Riverfront. Nice. It was super cool. Skipped school to go. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Uh. <laughs> um. I think get out the pigskins. 
<laughs> we want to start spoken like a true Reds fan. You want to start you talking about, about football? Well, now, what, what you... we started throwing around some ideas uh, earlier this morning on our text thread about things we wanted to talk about tonight. Because I mean, obviously, there's baseball, the, the, the as we've just talked about the All Star Game, but there is kind of a dearth of uh, live sports things that are really you know coming up. And we will get to a couple more things that are coming up that we have an interest in later on in the show. But one of the ideas you guys had was to talk about over-unders from NFL teams. And I purposefully did not look on any website today. And we're not going to go through every single team. But I wanted you guys maybe to come up with a few teams, throw them at me. I'm going to give you what I think their over-unders not necessarily are, but what I feel like they should be. And I want to see how close we are, or I am, to that. And then I want you guys to then maybe talk about uh, teams you think are being very much undervalued and right. very much overvalued. Right. So, uh, Tuna, just uh, start off. Uh, start us out, Tuna. All right, we're going to go through some that I think just stand out right now. Um Let's do Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Now, I heard this earlier tonight. Okay. Uh, I did hear this one, so I'm not going to chime in on this, but you tell us what that is. Eight and a half. Which I think we all think is tremendously overvalued. Right? I can't wait to bet the other. I think that's just a give me bet, uh, which scares the hell out of me because there's something I'm not missing. I understand that division is down with the Saints, the Panthers, and uh, Tampa is probably going to be a just a disaster this year yeah they're going to be now, i went through and wrote down what vegas has the the best odds for each division okay and they have the saints winning that division okay uh at nine and a half no i i don't don't oh did I don't tell, tell me oh, any more okay. of those i want to get some i want to get some guesses here about well, we know the saints but, are nine but and I a half i do think that division is tight you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's chaos. Yeah, uh, the Panthers are right there with. So them. that has to be why that they they're putting eight and a half on them because just, they're just saying everybody's going to beat everybody, and it's. I just don't know what to expect from Desmond Ritter if he starts. Um, Marcus Mariota might get the starting call. Don't know. I know what to expect from him, and it's not well, ever I good. I think Ritter's starting for sure. Do you? Yeah. Okay, that would be the smart move. But I do know that Marcus Mariota is on the new. Um, uh, documentary series called like quarterback or whatever. It's going to be on Netflix. It's, right. What is it? Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, yeah. and who was the other guy? Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, which by the way airs July twelfth. Uh, He's so, lacing up Mahomes' shoes for him. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with Mariota. Um, Ritter did not look overly impressive when I seen him last year, but maybe they're just going to put their chips in with him. I don't know. I think that eight and a half is just way too high. I'll throw one at you, Travis. Okay. Brown, the Brown, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. The AFC North, the tough AFC North. I'm going to say six, six and a half. Tuna, do you know this one? I do. It's, uh, <laughs> you can go on and say it. Nine and a half. Ridiculous. Dude, this is, in my opinion, the toughest division in football. That's ridiculous. I think it's between that and the AFC East. 
I agree. Those two are probably the toughest. Yeah, with the Bills, that's Jets, why I, Dolphins, and Pat. I wouldn't Patriots. bet any teams. Did you say totals. nine and a half? Nine and a half. Now keep in mind it. they play seventeen games. Right, right. Yeah, but God, I, I just I, I can see is. it, man. That's I, I like that receiver room up there. That defense is. Well, definitely top them five. To be pretty damn good. That's a top five defense. The and then that receiver room, you got Nick Chubb, and all it takes is Deshaun Watson to get back to what he was, just a shell of like what he was. Um, I thought in Travis would be surprised by that one. I, that's I a, am surprised by that. If it was six and a half, I would hammer that all day. Uh, nine wow. and a half, I think, is right there. They could win nine to ten games, and it's just – they could win another, eight to me, ten let games. Let me do another one. Yeah, please. Dolphins. Ooh. That's tough, man. It Ooh. is tough. That whole division. I know. Chaos. It's tough. I'm going to say eight and a half. No, no, nine and a half. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and that I can totally see. Right. Like, you know, within a game. With a healthy I can totally two. Of, yes. With a healthy two. Of, yes. Which won't happen. But, okay. <laughs> hey, now, see? now, wait a minute. I Did you see, Fred, and you would find this interesting. He has a new helmet. He's no, he's <laughs> big old bubble helmet. He's been doing judo. He's done something. He, <laughs> no, he seriously, he did something that you've been calling for him to do for a long time. He hired a guy to teach, teach him, him how to how slide, to and, slide fall. and fall. Oh my god, that yeah. he, he did, dude. I mean, I don't know if uh, the surfers in Hawaii were not able to show him that when he was younger, but. For whatever reason, that is every injury he had at Alabama. And then you saw right. what happened in the NFL. Sure. It was almost hurtfully comical to see what happened to him out there where he doesn't just fall down. Yeah, he's been doing judo too, so he learns well, how to fall good. and tumble. So Okay. I still I think that. um I still think the Dolphins finished last in that division. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh, Hot take the, alert. Hot you think take the alert. Patriots are going to beat them? I do. Wow. When it comes to that little quirky head coach down there at Miami, I think we've seen the best that he's got. Really? I, I don't see they, it happening. They do some really good Belichick's uh, going to outcoach him night in and night out. And, I like and, their and front I can't office. put the, the Dolphins over the Bills or the Jets. Travis, what do you think the Colts are? You're a Colts man. Ooh. Boy, without having any idea. I mean,. Do we have any idea who the starting quarterback is going to be for Indianapolis this year? As a Colts fan, I can't say. I mean, I would play Gardner Minshew all day, every day. I mean, but okay. Yeah, probably. Too. But probably Anthony okay. Richardson because you draft a guy like that. I'm going to say uh, the over-under for the Colts this year is five and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, and, and, that and seems the right to me. Are right there with yep. them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. you look at that division. And the Titans are right there with them. You know? So is the winner of the division going to win seven games? No. The winner, well, no. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. No, yeah. Winner, Jacksonville should do well. The winner of the division is Jacksonville for nine and a half. I think in a, Houston's an intriguing but, team but in that division. But what's real crazy about Jacksonville is they are, uh, yeah. Not, never mind. I, I'm, uh, I'll mention that later. Uh, one more. Let me do one more in tune, and then you get on it. All okay. Right? Uh, the Detroit Lions. Ooh. This is for our buddy Pat. Ooh, I'm going to say that Detroit. 
I'm going to say Detroit is in a down division. Is nine. Wow, good one. Nine that's and really a half. Good. They yeah. are they're that's supposed good. to win their division. Yep. I like them to win more than nine. Yep. Yes. I do too, actually. Yeah, that's um, I mean I mean you look at the Bears, they're gonna beat the Bears twice. Be, yeah, well the but the, the Bears, Packers are gonna be healthy. a disaster. They're, they're not horrible. The Packers will be down and the Vikings I don't know. I mean, they've got to bounce back. They, the Vikings they are in many, every game because Justin they, Jefferson's they, right. just that good. Well, so right, and, and the quarterback gets hot in the fourth quarter, but at the beginning, it's always a comeback that, and they they just wear themselves out. But that is a tight division right there. Uh, there is no team that is a negative number there. You know, as far as betting. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, do one, Tuna. Well, I was gonna say. Um, hold on, let me pull them up here. The Chicago Bears. This one I, I, I find kind of intriguing. I'm going to say the Bears are seven. That's really good. good. Seven, seven and a half. And a half. Okay. okay. Seven and a half. And I think they're probably going to win maybe right at that, like seven yeah, games. That's, a, it's, that's that, a tough one. That that seems about right to me. Okay. I, I do not have an interesting one. Give them the one you asked me today on with I, a new I, coach. I forgot. They have a new coach this year, a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, um, Denver. Oh, hmm, Denver. Now that that is an interesting yeah. one. That yeah. could go two ways. That got me going. Like Boy. when he said that to me, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I, I couldn't even think of it. Because they're looking for a running back right now, you know. They're I'm trying gonna to say well, there's plenty of running backs available. I wouldn't worry about trying to find a running back, honestly. Okay. I'm there's gonna... more of those like free agent running backs just waiting to be signed than anything. I'm gonna say Denver is eight. Good guess. God, Travis's money at You're this. You're on dude. it. Eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And I think they get that. Eight I, I really do. I think. You know, the Raiders are probably going to finish last in that division. I think yep. we've right. seen the best that San Diego has. Yep. I'm always right. going to call them San Diego, but the Chargers. And the Chiefs, this is a questionable – like, I know the Chiefs are always kind of going to be in it, but this wide receiver room scares the hell out of me. I think Louisville has better wide receivers than uh, Kansas City does. <laughs> oh, yeah. So – Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, they a lot of close games last year. Those yeah. Those could have went either way. Yeah. So, I could see Denver easily cover – not easily, but – I. I would take them to cover that, that eight and a half. Okay, knowing that the Browns were nine and a half, how about the Steelers? Mm. That's another intriguing one. Tough, the toughest division in my opinion. I'm going to say the Steelers are I'm going to say they are Rookie quarterback, or no, second-year quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to say they're seven and a half. Good guess, but eight and a half, which I'm going to bet the under on. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like uh, I said, dude, I, I can't believe those teams in the AFC North. Like, now that you've guessed them, I'm going to tell them. The Ravens are nine and a half. The I was Browns gonna, are I was nine gonna say and a ten. Half. For, I was going to say ten yeah, for the Ravens. And, and then what do you think the Bengals are? Uh, well, I'm going to assume they're right in that range of, 
Eleven and a half. Okay, that's all. I mean, I was gonna say nine to ten, but yeah, I think eleven is is. Probably I, I got good. one for. I got a I got a uh, well, not just for tuna, but both y'all. So there's four teams in Vegas that are negative minus to win their division. Okay, I'm talking like minus one thirty, where mm-hmm. everyone else is like plus whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm gonna name. Well, you want to name four, all four of them? Let me have a go at name this. Name all four of them, if you all can. Um, let's put no, our heads yeah, together. Go. I'm going I'm to say two right off the bat is Kansas City and Cincinnati. Well, you got one right. Really? Yeah. What? Which you one? Got, you got your Chiefs. Cincinnati right. wasn't minus money to win that division? No. Baltimore, right? No, no, no there's, they're is. all plus they're all in that. Plus, okay. Like oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I probably yeah, didn't yeah, word yeah, that yeah. right, but yeah. Okay. I well, see what you're saying. Let me do another one here. Detroit. No. Wow. No. Okay. This is tough. All right. Jacksonville's got to be one. Oh, wow. That was the one I thought was the hardest. Yeah. Okay. Jacksonville is minus 180. They have to Same be. as yeah. the Chiefs. Um, but I was just surprised by that, that it wasn't the Bengals it was in. But that's because the Bengals and in did a you tougher division. tell us earlier that the Saints? No, no. Oh, okay. No, there's – there. I mean, there's three huge teams out there still that are favorites to win the Super Bowl. I can't see you. any team in the AFC East being minus money. Um, how about – And I'll give you that. You are about, correct uh, about that. How about Dallas? Good guess, Philly. but it ain't Dallas. It's Philly. Oh, Philly. Philly. Okay, yep. Philly. See, yep. I was thinking that Dallas would make them almost even money because those two teams True. are going to be head and head. That's why I couldn't peg right. that one. I just thought the, that they might do Dallas just because of the uh, the national, you know. Yeah. They were trying to gin up interest and money, but. but Closer wow. to the season, Dallas may be the most. Yeah, right yeah, <laughs> right. And there's one more Dallas team. fans definitely have more money than other fans, and they like to blow it on stuff. Good one. thing is, is sports betting is not legal in the state of Texas. So. True. <laughs> the, the lines would be moved everywhere. One more negative team there. All right. Uh, You'll get God, it. God, I got to get this one. You get it. You're just not thinking of it. Um, I can't. Let me see. AFC West. I'm trying to go conference by conference. Or I- NFC West. Just um, think, of the, think of the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Then you'll get it. The, are you? Oh, yeah. They're knocking on the door. Knocking on the door. Um, NFC West. That's what I was just about to say. Who that's are we what I'm trying to think NFC about West? the NFC West. I mean, it was Seattle. Like, I can't no, see. You're just, you are just not thinking of the team. Well, I know it's not the Cardinals. I know 49ers. it's not the Rams. San Francisco. 49ers. I still don't know if – I mean, they don't know who their quarterback and is. I know. I thought I that, know. that that's and probably where you were but going, yeah, but you I just all, can't imagine You're that. right. I thought the Jags was the easiest one, but you're right. The 49ers is probably the hardest one to get. Yeah, I think so. And that's why I wanted to do that because I thought one way and y'all are thinking totally opposite. God, what's, what's Seattle's odds to win that division? Because uh, if that's good enough dude, plus I money, I would almost think about think taking Seattle's that. Seattle's eight and a half. Win total? Oh, no, no. Yeah, like eight and a half win total. I think they're Man, eight and a half. I like for them to do Rams that. Rams are six and a half. And Arizona is the worst team in football, four and a half. Yeah. Well, they have them listed here as. I can see that. However, they have the Texans in Vegas on the odds to win the Super Bowl. They have the Texans last. 
Yeah, I could Not see the that. Cardinals. I th- found it interesting the order to win the Super Bowl as well. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so so as we go, like like we just named it: Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, 49ers, Bengals. 49ers over the Bengals? Yes. Right I guess, now, the odds right. to win the Super Bowl. It's because they're NFC. When the you door. look at the NFC, what quarterbacks right. there that just really stand out to but right. what's crazy right. is, All over an AFC. But what's crazy, what's the next couple? I want to know what y'all think after those. Because those have been the big guns that have been in the playoffs. Jacksonville and Detroit. Every time. No. Hmm. I know. I was surprised by this, too. The Jets? Yes. Yeah. They are oh, next. Come the on. The Jets are freaking next. Come on. Dude, that roster. And I didn't write down you what You have to they look were. at that roster and be like, all right, but, this team could be really, really good. Yeah, I'll give you the next two, the Cowboys and the Ravens. So, uh, I believe but, the Jets when I see them. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but, that defense showed out last year. So, we already seen the defenses there, and they got a defensive-minded coach. Aaron Rodgers, you don't know what you're going to get, but, man, that, uh, that running game, Brees Hall – what we seen from him early last year before he got right, hurt right. was just like, all well, right, I'm this kid's you. got a future. Aaron Rodgers microdosing in a hyperbar- <laughs> hyperbaric chamber, you know, floating right. in a sensory deprivation tank. But after I'll take a drugged out Aaron Rodgers over a square dancing Kirk Cousins any day of the week. Uh, no, well, I, I was just about to say, <laughs> if that goofy some bitch wants to come to the Colts we'll we'll sign him yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's funny that it, it, uh, it is very telling that the AFC is obviously the strongest conference as you already know but I the I have the north being number one toughest just my opinion I have the east second I have the west third uh, with the Chiefs Chargers Broncos and Raiders and then I have the NFC East fourth with the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants. Yeah, that's just me because I just think the with what Zona is, being um, so bad, it might be the NFC West that the Niners are in. It can be that division. Let me guess what the uh, what the Giants over under is. Okay, I, I, I okay. think that I think that's an interesting team okay. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I think the Patriots is too. That's what I was going to bring. That's my favorite bet. Okay, is the Patriots. Yeah, all right. I, I'm going to say that the Giants are eight and a half. Got it. I got seven and a half for the Giants. Oh, do you? I have On, eight and a half. DraftKings has them seven and oh, a half. Oh, okay. I got it. I'm going to say half. the Patriots, and this is just and and, mm. and remember, I'm not necessarily trying to say, guess. I'm going to say the Patriots don't cheat. No, no, keep going. I'm not necessarily trying to guess what I think they are, and I'm saying what I would probably put their put their number at. I'm gonna put them at seven and a half. Got it. Perfect. You're all and over it. You're I all love over it, Travis. the Patriots over on this. And oh, I, I do too. And I, I swear I, I I did not look at any of these numbers before. If I saw them, I tried to tell you that no, i saw them he did great i'm dude. telling you i'm number one mac jones fan like i think that yeah. kid is gonna be incredible and we have that rookie year people forgot he was really good that rookie year he made the pro bowl that rookie year. last year he had major issues with offensive coordinator yeah. yeah now he's got his guy from alabama up there with him right right so right, right. this is gonna be big and they're gonna get some receiving threats for him i know that they've been going after um deandre hopkins 
quite quite hard. So, well, which I guess everybody is, but. Well, let's keep doing that. Let, now, let's do, remember we we're gonna maybe run this through with the uh, college football power rankings. Yeah. Do we want? I mean, we can't really keep going with the NFL until we get a little closer. But now well, we can. Sure. I just got, think it's fun to look at some I of the spreads. It. I love it. Yeah. But well, but but you also brought up power rankings in the. Oh, we were uh, just talking about as far um, as conferences, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Not not right. teams. No, not teams. But yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, obviously you have SEC would probably be the, you know, their number one when it comes to the strongest conferences. Number two is where it gets tricky. And what we were talking about earlier was the Pac-12 actually has maybe a little bit of a gripe to get up there. Um, I don't know who I'd put in there. I, I'm finding it hard to put the Big Ten, even though they probably have the three best teams up there. But I feel like there's a big drop off after Penn is. State, Michigan, and Ohio State, and IU, of course. But that goes without saying. saying. Come yeah. On. So, but I think I'm still going to go with the I, uh, Wisconsin, Big Twelve. Wisconsin being the drop off team next. Yeah, with we're, Fickle. We're going to see how Luke Fickle does his first year. Right. Wisconsin's going to be a force you know, coming Phil, up. Phil Still have the, uh, he has Phil Still Phil Still say that real fast. Phil Still uh, has them. Uh, uh, Turner, I have them as my upset special team, is what he says. Well, uh, and he has Wisconsin. You know, don't forget they have Braylon Allen back, running back, Heisman hopeful. Uh, didn't have the great season that he that everyone thought he would have last year. I think I even bet money on him to win the Heisman. Um, but I think with Fickle back, I think Wisconsin is going to be tough. And I, you know, I, I trust some things that Phil still says. Don't count out the Hawkeyes. Well, they're going to you know, be the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes funny. Are, don't count out the Hoosiers. Earlier today, I was reading through. There's this Twitter <laughs> oh, account called I've "Counted Out the Hoosiers." <laughs> <laughs> there's this twitter account it's called big game boomer and uh i don't know if oh, you guys are familiar with it he I just am. makes lists and they're always absurd and no, they don't really make sense I, at all but i it, saw it the one you're talking this, about yes it was like your um i guess the strongest position the the strongest um or the biggest strength for each college football team and it's the best when it comes to iowa because it's the punter <laughs> it is the punter coming from a guy that bets unders yeah. and i bet iowa and illinois more than anybody maybe minnesota for that matter uh that is very true yeah uh, speaking of that i want y'all to drink because uh you know nick saban's getting ready to we're going back to old school bama ball this year a little bit How's that? Air Coriel, get back in your locker. We are not airing it up. Three this downs year. in a cloud of smoke. And our, pun our punter is going to be very important for us this year. We're going to do field position again. We're going to. Uh, well, that'll be entertaining. I believe well, I God it. love it. I, and let me tell you something. No one loves running the football more than I do. I just can't wait to watch Dallas Turner whiff every time he gets in the backfield. Hey, That's what I'm looking forward to. I just to. saw today he's like 10th on Mel Kuyper's board. Yeah. I don't think Something's there's a college player there. that gets more love is, than Dallas Turner, who has not produced on no, the field. No, no. Like, he just looks the part. It's like the, the Darnell Washington tight end kid from uh, Georgia. 
Like yes. he just looked the part, but all he all I seen him really do in college was just hit people. No, you're right. Like, you're I mean, right. he was a great blocker, but other than that. But if you look at the the conferences, like I mean, let's let's look at the Pac-10 Vegas style, uh, or the Pac-12, duh, Pac-12. Um, you know, you're looking at USC. You're looking at what uh, Oregon. TCU, Utah, Washington. I'm not TCU. Not TCU. OSU. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Oregon State. Uh, DJ Ungalele. Washington Huskies, who we all think could win the Pac-12. That's a team I left out when I was listing the Pac-12 teams Um, earlier. They should win the. Oh, they they should should win win the Pac-12. Yeah, them and USC is going to be. They should have won the Pac-12 last year. I think UCLA will be okay. Uh, they got a freshman I mean, quarterback. They, they won ten games last year. USC. They yeah, did they have, lost. They did. They DTR did lose and Zach Charbonnet and their stud running back. They have a stud wide receiver. I mean, a stud wide receiver that just came there from Cal, and they Snoop's have kid. An, another court. No, no, he <laughs> rap, he raps. Oh, uh, but then, but then you look at the Big Twelve, and the first team on the board is kind of deep down there. I mean, the ACC has two teams better. And, and you're talking about Texas. Well, you can take Florida State off the list of ACC teams. Florida teams. State, huh? Yeah, ACC or Florida State's probably one of the most overrated teams going into the conference. Whatever their win I total is. I think the is. Oregon Ducks are overrated as high up as they are so far. And, and, the, and the top 25 hasn't come out. We're going the by The Oregon Vegas, Ducks have a nice right? little young offensive coordinator that goes by the name of Will Stein, who came from UT San Antonio who with the Roadrunners. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. He did. Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, but know, he made a name for woods. himself with um, the Roadrunners down at Texas San Antonio. Kansas State's going to be good, uh, have a good team this year. Um, you know, Kansas State's always tough. So I, I think I'm yeah. going to lean Big Twelve and probably put Big Ten second, and then maybe the Pac-12 four. And, and somehow I'm a man. I'm forty. I think Texas or uh, God, Oklahoma Te- State, we're, we're Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be good. That's what I'm saying. That Big They've 12 top of bottom. They've got a great up-and-coming coach there, man. They won their bowl game over the SEC. I think you throw out West Virginia, and then every other team in, in the Big 12 is legit. I think Baylor's going to be down. but uh, I don't know what to expect. Well, they did just lose a key component in the videography department. Yeah. So, well, dude, there's no doubt about that. Speaking of the Pac-12, what about Dion? You, gotta give, you don't think Dion's going to pull a couple upsets? I don't know what Dion's going to do. I Who know that, I mean, that team dude, is in disarray, that is dude. A crazy do they bet. even have 12 people on that team yet? I don't know Who what's knows? going on. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fun whether it's fun. It's excitement it's, and no stability. I think That's they've got Deion like forty brings. something transfers, but half these guys are probably going to transfer again as soon as fall practice starts. So, but you know what? You we had this long conversation about the ACC getting screwed in basketball and stuff, or you you kind of talked about the conference getting screwed. But what's funny is every time you you start looking at the top twenty five, whatever. And I know I make fun of them in their pizza parties and stuff, but little old Clemson is always there representing the ACC to get in that playoff. And last year they played like dog dogs and still all had a chance to get in. And uh, now they've got that quarterback got beat up by Tennessee. But uh, let me tell you in the bowl game, but let me tell you something, that kid's good. And well, he's way better than ukulele. 
that defensive front seven for Clemson is probably, I would say, top in college football Plus right they now. they got that running back back that's really good. Shipley. Shipley. I yeah. mean, he's solid, and they're yeah, going to have okay. wide receivers that are good. Come on. Yeah, no, they, um, they're an interesting team. I don't – I don't know. The Tar Heels are good. They're not going to have a good defense. NC State's going to be solid on both sides of the ball. Uh, definitely a team you don't want to play. No, NC, NC State's, State's tough. a team you don't want to play. They're an inconsistent team, but they're a tough team. Yeah. And you definitely don't want to play them. They uh, remind me of like in the SEC. Well, Dave Doreen's all about physical football, and yeah. um, that's exactly what they do. But I don't know, man. I. Clemson, I can see easily winning that that conference. I don't think – I mean, Florida State is – they don't have a shot to even compete with Clemson. I think Florida State's getting way too much love. I'm not I buying went, into it. I went it. through my, my sports book list here, and I, I highlighted the teams I think have a chance to win the national championship, and there's about 12. I put check marks by the teams I'm going to bet the over or under on. Uh, and then I went through, and this is interesting, I went through where their list was. And, then, and dude, don't forget, I got this when the NCAA basketball tournament started. Okay? I got this printed out then. And it hasn't wavered very much. But I want to tell you some of the teams that have really dropped out of the blue in this. All right. Real quick. And, okay. and, and I just want to say, I don't want to get too deep no, into the know, woods I here know. because... We have okay. a lot of shows okay. leading up yeah, and we to, to college oh. football. Next week, we're doing an hour on the Mike conference. So, <laughs> just dig no, in for that, boys. Well, I will tell you this, that, that a team that is uh, that Ole Miss has, uh, was plus 5,000. They're plus 8,300. Oregon, uh, the USC Trojans were plus 800. Now, they're plus 1,300. Uh, Louisville Cardinals were 30,000 and I mean, now they're 10,000. Just go buy a hundred dollars worth of Powerball tickets because that's I know. never going to happen. I know, but uh, I did find it interesting in that if you went through and listed the top, uh, the teams in order in Vegas right now and looked at this list, the uh, Kentucky Wildcats are 25th in the country. Um, well, I think Kentucky actually has a quarterback this year that can actually throw the ball, which they haven't had since, what, Andre Woodson? <laughs> so, I mean, no. Billy Jack Haskins? I, I think Devin Leary is legit, and he's probably going to be – I mean, he could be newcomer of the year All right, in the real SEC. quick, and then we'll get All out right. of this. Who's your uh, Heisman – who's your – so far right now, who do you think is going to win the Heisman? Mike Penix. Oh. Travis, I knew Travis had his quick. I can't say Drake May. Oh, I thought you were. I can't do it because they're not going to – North Carolina's not going to win enough games for it, but I think he probably could be the best player in college football. Man, give me – Jump on the Penix train, Tuna. There's plenty of room. It, uh, I don't know. I think we're going to have our first back-to-back Heisman winner. It's going to, yeah, I think it's going to happen. Okay, as much as I want to say Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm going with Penix. Yeah. Yes, sir. I love it. Um, Hey, and if any of our listeners out there (laughs) have thoughts about uh, anything that we've talked about tonight, uh, whether it be the, uh, and I would especially like to hear from some people what they think about uh, 
college football power rankings, and maybe if you have a uh, maybe a dark horse Heisman candidate, uh, please let us know Dallas on Turner. Twitter at Blockout Pod on Facebook uh, at Blockout Sports Pod. Now, quickly as we get to the end of the show, uh, we do have uh, the uh, Gold Cup going on right now. Uh, the United States plays Canada. Saturday night in Cincinnati. If I'm Sunday, not Sunday, Sunday night. night. Okay, Sunday night. Sunday night Jamaica, in Cincinnati. Yeah, Jamaica plays in the first game at five. They play the second uh, at seven thirty. So good luck to them. It's gonna be. It's been a fun tournament. They won their group. Uh, and Jamaica looks tough. Canada is obviously. You know, USA just beat Tuna. You may not know this, but the USA. No, I think you do know this. USA beat Canada. Uh, to win the CONCACAF Nations League. I didn't right. know that. On July 18th. And you so, told me that that was way more important than the Gold Cup. Yes. It was more of our uh, real team that's, mm. you know, more, more of our starters, more of the guys. Which, by that, the way, nobody on our team made the list of top 100 players in the world. Is that correct? I thought we did. I think a list came out today on ESPN. Two. Okay. Oh. I thought our goalkeeper and Pulisic were on there. They should be. If yeah. they're not, I would have to look at that. I, I did. I have no not idea. looked at that whole list, but I am going to check that out. Uh, but anyways, yes. And this game is in Cincinnati, folks. It's going to be epic. I'm trying to get Travis to go. <laughs> uh, uh, tickets I saw started out at 400. Then I saw a ticket for 59. So I'm not sure how all that's going to work. I'll look more into it. But uh, anyways, one. anyways, USA's playing good. Uh, they beat El Salvador 6 nothing to get into this uh, and won their group. So good job. It's a fun tournament. It's on FS1 and 2 throughout the weekdays and weekends. So check it out, guys. Obviously, it's a lot smaller now. And, uh, and Mexico's still lingering out there. Yes, they are. And uh, Tuna loves that. Yeah, I I really like that rivalry. It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> There's a chance that uh, next week when we record, uh, it could be a semifinal night as we record. Of course, that's also, also the All-Star the game. All game. We're going to have to figure that out. The The logistics of that may be uh, we're going to have to figure out exactly what we're going to do. But um, before we get out of here, I do want to throw it around to you guys. Um Start with you, Tuna. Uh, anything sports-related, non-sports-related, anything you want to talk about uh, before we get out of here this evening? Yeah, um, so a buddy of ours, Jody, he suggested that I watched a uh, documentary series. Great friend of the show, by the way. On Amazon Prime, and unlike you two, um, when a friend suggests something to me, <laughs> I typically watch that within oh, two weeks' time. Okay. And the name of this documentary series was called The Ride. And it follows the um, starting of professional bull riding team events. So they had a draft last season where these teams drafted riders and they compete in a team-oriented competition. Wow. And it is amazing. So it kind of got me into I've never been a big rodeo guy. But Get it kind of got me into, into uh, looking forward to this team events. And yes. what I would like to do, there's eight teams right now. I think that we should pick our allegiance. 
because like like we always do with new leagues. I mean, which by the way, what happened to the I USFL? Go to the rodeo Did that every just year. die? No, they had their championship game, but I, I nobody cares. <laughs> That's a problem. It is definitely not XFL quality. It 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 never really made my radar. No. So I'm gonna read the um, teams off. Yeah, dude, I go to the rodeo them. every. Well, the rodeo when it comes here, I go every mm-hmm. year. I mean, me and my little you boy just had like, our cowboy hats. I love you Urban like Cowboy. Putting your pearl buttons Urban on. Cowboy is my favorite movie of all time. West High Tower is my favorite rodeoer of all time. Just get in the truck, sissy. All right, ready. Here we go. You don't have two step. <laughs> uh, the Arizona Ridge Riders okay. is one team. The Austin Gamblers is another team. Kenny Rogers. The Carolina Cowboys. The Kansas City Outlaws. Oh, I know your team. Nope, you don't. Okay. The Missouri Thunder. The Nashville Stampede. The Oklahoma Freedom. And the Texas Rattlers. So I'm going to start this out and say I am going with the Carolina Cowboys because they got some guys on that team. They they spotlighted some of these guys in the series, and they were it was just a likable group. So well, I want to know who my group is. Okay. No, no, you got to go blind into this. You got to go blind into this. There, there mine. is a guy that rides by the name of Chase Outlaw. That's his name. Oh, nice. He is about four foot tall, maybe <laughs> sixty pounds with his boots and hat on. Oh, baby! And he is the toughest little son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life. And he's with the Oklahoma Freedom, I believe. Like a spark plug. Yes. Well, I'm taking since I'm a since I'm a West Hightower fan and Urban Cowboy guy, I'm going with the Texas Rattlers. Okay, Pasadena, Texas. There you go, Gillies. There's really no choice in in my matter. I'm going with uh, the Nashville Stampede. That is our team name, right? Yeah, yes. and I, I can't like anytime I think about that, I think about the Dixie Stampede in Gatlinburg. <laughs> and I, I just I can't take that team seriously. So I'm going with the Nashville Stampede, and I am sure that we are a rocket ship headed for the stars. I can't wait to get my Texas Rattlers cowboy. Hat. I've already been researching <laughs> gear. <laughs> uh, Fred, you uh, get some chaps. Yes, Carolina <laughs> Cowboy chaps. Fred, Richard you, Childress owns the team. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Now that's pretty cool. Yes. See, if I would have known that before, I might have jumped on that bandwagon. I can maybe let you on if I can talk to the right people. Listen, listen to Tito here. I'm going to give you another quote from Aaron Cowboy. Your boy's been practicing. <laughs> you. <laughs> who uh, who owns the Nashville team? Like Kenny Chesney or somebody like that? Tim McGraw, man. I don't uh, know. Dude. Yeah, I've probably made yeah. a, well, I think I'm I've made a big mistake. You know who owns my team? <laughs> Sherwood Cryer. Owner of <laughs> Gillies. World famous. Fred. Uh, final thoughts tonight. Three acres of concrete prairie. Um, I wanted to say congratulate Tuna. I'm always betting against the chalk in, in trying to get the value in my horse racing win, and he has yet won again. So everyone's going to go, wow, I'm just going to stick with what Tuna picks. But he did win the Stephen Foster with West Will Power, who I tried to beat. Uh uh, a couple of my horses. I actually I should have gotten my tickets back because Smile Happy went ape wild. 
before he got into the freaking <laughs> gate. Yeah. And it showed the way he ran. A lot of people, I think, did probably cancel their tickets. I should have. Anyways, good win, Tuna, on that. I'm so used to it now. Just didn't but even I mean did anything. win on Zozos the next day in the Hoshin Steak. So the I Hoshin did win Steaks. That. Hoshin well, he's won about four or five in a row, so he's hot right now. Who is that? Uh, I wanted to say the Indiana Derby is Saturday. Uh, verifying is running. Ray's Kane. I'm going with Act of Fool, like Tuna does sometimes. <laughs> he's, won, he's won four in a row. And uh, going to try to see if he's got any value there. And by the way, my underdog pick for the Heisman is a running back that catches and runs for Alabama named Jace McClellan. Drink. Yeah, that'll never happen. He had eight touchdowns before he got hurt last year. Sounds like he can't stay Four on the games he- in. Sounds like he can't stay healthy. Four games in. Unbelievable. Well, boys, uh, tonight was a jam-packed episode, a lot of fun. We thank everybody for listening. Uh, Please follow us on social media. Uh, Shoot us a message if you feel like it. Um, Really, I don't really have anything else to say except go Reds. And for the big fella, the tuna country, Matt Kemp. And the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. Go Carolina Cowboys. This is Travis Carter saying... So long, everybody.